and the meditations of our heart be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. We are at the last Sunday of the year. Hope smiles from the threshold of the year to come, whispering to each one of us, yes, the new year will be happier. The new year will have more peace, more joy. And in the horizon, hope is shouting at some of our ears, don't, don't give up. You might be thinking of already giving up, don't yet give up. An exciting year is in store. We are trying to mix together today the Anglican readings and the CSI readings, but then both are focusing on the same theme, hope. I chose this evening, this morning, to reflect together on a story that is familiar to all of us, the story of Zacchaeus. A story that tells us when a house would become a home. We have heard home is people, not just a place. If you go back there, after all those people are gone, then all you can see is what is not there anymore. And therefore, when we look at this familiar story again today, looking back and thanking God for 2015 and hoping in the Lord for 2016, the story is that of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, the tax collector to whom Jesus said, come down, let us go to your house. For those of us who have not heard this story for some time, Zacchaeus was a tax collector. And what did it mean? The Roman Empire had taken control of the entire Palestine. What they used to do was auctioning out of areas for tax collectors, fixing up an amount that they must pay to the government. Whatever more they earned was theirs. Therefore, tax collectors were hated by the people because they were considered to be agents of the colonial power. The religious circles kept them outside as sinners because they worked against the will of God. So they said. The house of Zacchaeus before Jesus came was just the house of a greedy man who just was interested in earning more and more of money. This went on for some time and one day he heard Jesus was coming to town. Zacchaeus had heard quite a lot about Jesus. He wanted to go and meet him, but because of the crowd that was around Jesus, Zacchaeus could not meet Jesus. He was not willing to give up. 
Zacchaeus climbed up, climbed up a sycamore tree and through the leaves of the tree he was wanting to take a glimpse at Jesus. Jesus came walking by and Zacchaeus was there up in the tree. Do we see ourselves there? Up in the tree? Wanting to have a look at Jesus? Zacchaeus stood there, sat there at a distance just to have a glimpse of Jesus. Jesus came, stood by the tree. So the story goes. He looked up to Zacchaeus and said, Zacchaeus, come down today. I am going to come and stay in your house. The scripture says, immediately Zacchaeus came down, down the tree. And Jesus and Zacchaeus and the entire entourage, they went to Zacchaeus' house. The people were astonished. Well, that man is a sinner, a tax collector, a hatred and loathed man. Why is Jesus going to that house? But when Jesus really entered that house, there was genuine transformation that happened in the home. Zacchaeus came up to Jesus and said, I extracted money from the poor. I'm going to give it back to the poor. I defrauded people. I am going to give it back. I want to start afresh. Jesus smiled and said, Since this man, Zacchaeus, is also a son of Abraham, salvation has come to this house. Salvation has come to this house. And on his last day of the year, what is the message that this old Sunday school story has for you and for me? It was Jesus' initiative to come to Zacchaeus' home. And that's the continuation of the message of grace that I want to affirm this Christmas season to all of you. Zacchaeus, the world thought he was a sinner and pointed fingers at him. The people around him hated him as the sinner. The believers who believed in God thought he was misfit for God, misfit to be in their community. The patriots thought he was a betrayer. When Jesus found his house worthy to be transformed to a home, yet Jesus found him worthy of visit. And that is the beauty of grace. Whatever the world thinks about you, however the world points fingers and hates you, whatever the holy crowd of believers think about you, whatever the patriots and the statesmen think about you, God sees 
the possibilities in you. God sees the possibilities of the house to transform into a home. God sees the paradigm shifts that is possible within each of our lives. I just want to draw four transformations that happened in that home. Perhaps one that we can take back thinking further. First, Jesus fills the emptiness of Zacchaeus before he begins transforming the home. Zacchaeus is alone up there in the tree. Why is he searching for Jesus? What is he searching in his life? With enough money in the kitty, with enough authority in the kitty, with being a person in status in the Roman government, what was he missing? There is a famous story of a prank of two young boys. They wanted to play a prank on the school and the principal of the school. So they caught three goats, brought these goats to the school early morning. Around the neck of the fist, they wrote number one. Around the neck of the second, they wrote number two. And around the neck of the third, they wrote number four. And they let the goats roam around inside the school. Morning time, the principal came, the staff came, they found one particular goat. They caught that goat, brought the goat to the principal's pain, and there was number four returning it. They said there should be another three. So they went around, found number two and number one. They searched everywhere, but couldn't find goat number three. Not knowing, goat, no goat number three was not there. They were searching the entire, entire campus, so the story goes. The story writer goes further than that, but he pauses for a moment and tells you and me a very simple message. And that message is this, like those people who were searching for the goat that never was, so are some of us. Seeking and searching something that is not actually there. And that's exactly was the realization that led Zacchaeus to Jesus. What did change in his life? The first important change that happened in Zacchaeus' life is that the focus in his home shifted from getting to giving. Till this day, the major question that bothered him was this, what will I get? What will I get? Be it through tax collection, be it through extortion, be it through whatever means, what will I get? But when Jesus comes into his life, when there is transformation that happens in his life, the first thing he tells Jesus is, half of what I have, I am now giving to the poor. Dear friends, that's what Jesus does in our homes. From a paradigm that only asks this question, 
what will I get? What will I get? He transforms that paradigm into a paradigm that ah, what can I give? What can I give? It was Johnny's parents' wedding anniversary. Two elder sisters, they were planning about giving parents a gift. They had collected their pocket money across the weeks, had something to buy. So they went to the shop, shopping, buying some precious small gifts for their parents. Little Johnny hadn't any money with him, did not know what to do. The day came, so he wanted to give his parents a gift before his sisters would. He went up, took a big plate, put it before his parents, sat on, his, on it and said, Papa and Mama, Papa and Mummy, Daddy and Mom, the best gift I can give you is myself. The best gift I can give you is myself. And whatever the sisters would have given, all the parents have loved that gift better. The next paradigm shift that we find in the home of Sakaias is the focus shifts from defrauding to recompensing. Sakaias was earning. He was not bothered about how the money came. He was only bothered about the money came. Dangerous ways, ways of conspiracy, ways of high-risk scams. Sakaias was just earning. And now, when Jesus comes into his life, when there is genuine transformation that happened in his life, Sakaias says, Lord Jesus, I will give back fourfold to all whom I have defrauded. Not only was he sorry about what he did, he was also willing to make good the loss. And that's how Jesus transforms our homes. Somebody went to heaven, wanted to see all these believers who were worshipping jolly good all their life. But unfortunately in heaven, he saw only the ears and the tongue of people. Now he asked the angel, why is it? That the ears and the tongue alone are seen and the people are not seen? And the angel said, the answer is simple. Yes, it is true, they heard the gospel. Yes, it is true, they read and sang praises. But as for us, I know, the angel said, except for the ear and the tongue, no other part of them were influenced by them. Is it, un it is unfair to send those to hell so this. Maybe a sheer imagination of somebody, but it tells us several things. Listening, talking is not it. Transformation is from a paradigm of defrauding to a paradigm of recompensing. Thirdly, it's a paradigm shift from alienation to acceptance. People say, this man is not part of us. And Jesus says, he is also a son of Abraham from social alienation to acceptance into the bosom of God, acceptance into the bosom of the community. The greatest pain any person can ever have is the pain of social alienation. Perhaps it could be that social alienation that prompted Zacchaeus to seek and search Jesus. Jesus saw the void in him, the emptiness in him, the vacuum in him. And 
Jesus came in and said, you are also a son of Abraham, a son of the household of faith. Dear friends, that's the affirmation. That's the affirmation. Affirmation this day as we end this year. Whatever be the way we lived the last year, maybe a good perfect life, maybe a lot of imperfections, maybe in good health, maybe in bad health. The affirmation is a God who accepts you as you are, who comes in your home, takes you by your hand and says, you are also a son of Abraham. And the last one, the focus shifts from condemnation to salvation. Everybody just pointed fingers. You sinner, you tax collector, you lost person, condemned person, unpatriotic person. Everybody had something to point fingers and say. But Jesus says, today salvation has come to this home. Today salvation is come to this home. Today, whatever be the realities of the year that went by, are we this morning in a state of pain, alienation, sorrow? And the scripture reminds us, Today is the day of salvation. Today, salvation comes to your house. The firefighter saw fire, went up in his ladder. There was a lady in the fire. They threw the rope to her and says, just cling on to the rope and we will save you. The lady refused. She was so fearful that he started retracting, going backwards until the moment the firefighters saw fire consuming her. Sad, they came down and just uttered these words. She refused to be saved. Dear friends, next Sunday when you come in, it will be the new year. And our prayer is, may light surround you even in the darkest hours. May hope kindle and recharge you even when you pass through coldest patches. May your hurts turn into healing. May your wounds bring you wisdom. May laughter infect you. May your passion resurrect you. May goodness inspire your deepest desire. Through all that you reach for, may your arms never tire. May St. Matthews hold her head high because you adorned her pews. May Australia be glad because you chose to live in this nation. May the world rejoice because of you and your 2016. God of transformation coming to your homes and saying, I am here to transform. Now unto God, we all glory and honor, now and forever. Amen.